It is Phil. I'm singing. Are you ready? For, are you? Do you like me singing this intro? We're good. We're back in the world with more video game stuff. Video game stuff. I don't know why that was, but that was about the term to a Christmas song. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, I either that or like the wheels on the bus go round and round. Oh, maybe that was. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe wheels on the bus is now a Christmas song. Video game stuff goes round and round. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Complete Inbox Podcast. I'm Rich. That's Phil. Uh, and it's another episode in May. That's two episodes, one month. It's like payday. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is that weird uh, that weird month where you get three paychecks because the way the calendar mm-hmm. works. You're just like, damn. Yeah. yeah. May back is when, good. Back when I was getting paid every two weeks, that was yep. a good time. I get paid once a month, man. It's hard to budget on once a month. Ooh. Yeah, yeah that is hard to budget on once a month. Yeah, living that academic life. Yeah, like, exactly. Dang. Um, so, uh, yeah, welcome back to the Cleveland Box Podcast. Uh, Phil, how was your, I don't know, guest last couple weeks, man? You know, it was great. Um, I'm not sure if the last time we got together was before or after. I had a birthday in there somewhere. Um, uh, your birthday was your birthday's May third, right? It sure is. Yeah. So, it so may have yeah, been we before. it was yeah. Our last episode was before. Okay, perfect. So yeah, then yeah, it was good. Uh, had a nice uh, nice little day. Very you know, not a lot going on. But when you're kind of in your late thirties, sometimes not having a lot going on is <laughs> the best possible gift in and of oh, itself. Yeah. Heck right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that's really been about it. How about yourself? Just got back from Vegas again. We actually got back last night, so um, there you go. I'm exhausted, uh, but it was a good trip, fun trip. Didn't lose all of my money like I did last time I went, so that's now, good stuff. Um, I know I've asked you this on this podcast before, which is saying something to just how often you end up in Vegas. But do you have an idea of just how many times you've been in Vegas? I was actually going through my brain and trying to count how many times uh, I've been to Vegas, but it's over a dozen times. I just I can't remember how many it is now. It's, oh yeah, I'd say at least well over a dozen. I would think it's well okay. So actually, I've been going pretty much twice a year since two thousand and eight. Well, what about grandma trips? Those were happening before then. That's but that's what I'm saying. Like so, like no grandma trips started in two thousand and eight. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah. All right, and then all right. so I would go once to grandma and then once with my friends or whatever, you know, somewhere sprinkled in, in between there. And then I started going for work and then going another time for fun. So I don't, I mean, it hasn't been like 20 times, but it's more than a few for sure. I just like that our podcast audience out there gets to listen to us talk about grandma trips. Those Dude, are the best well, trips, right? For those, those who don't decent. know. Okay. So my grandma, my first trip to Vegas was with my grandparents. My grandpa was ill and he wanted to go see the Grand Canyon. And I was like, yeah, dude, let's let's go. He's like, well, you drive us out to the Grand Canyon. I was like, hell yeah, I'll drive you out to the Grand Canyon. Why not? I'm in my early 20s. Let's fire this thing up. Right. <laughs> uh, and then my grandpa was like, well, why don't we just fly to Vegas and then we'll go to Grand Canyon for a day. And I was like, that's a way better idea, Gramps. Let's go do that. Uh, and so we went out there, had a blast, saw the Grand Canyon. Uh, did like there was a skywalk out there, you know, you walk on the glass overseeing the the grand canyon uh but then grandpa got like real sick and then he passed away like a year later um and then grandma and i would go uh basically once a year for a few years up until she got too like ill to go 
Um, and that was a lot of fun. So taking Graham out there was, it was like my favorite time of year. Cause she was just in her scooter. We'd go tear it up. She'd sit at slot machines. I'd go do my own thing, playing poker or whatever. And then at night I would just, you know, go out and get weird, you know? So <laughs> that's awesome. shout out no, to my grandparents great. for creating a monster, a Las Vegas monster. And now I have to go out there for work every year and it just adds fuel to the fire. So <laughs> good shit. <laughs> Yeah, I it's it's getting funny because like I've complained a lot about going to Vegas lately because I mean I've been so much that I'm just kind of over it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now that I'm older, it's just a lot harder to do. Uh, so my girlfriend Ellen, her big thing on vacations is I can't get her out of the bed to go to work for the life of me, but she'll set her alarm on vacation to go to the pool or the beach. And like, and she'll do it so, yeah, like seven in the morning. And I'm like, let's just, you know, I'm here to relax. I don't want to wake you up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, but so when we were in Vegas, that's what she did. We had to be the pool by eight cause that's when they opened. Then we had to sit Mm -hmm. there and bake for a few hours. Um, so not yesterday, but the day before we went to the pool and then like immediately went to the strip and it was like 90 something degrees already. And like, I was so worn out and like huffing and puffing basically. Uh, it was like, I'd ran a marathon, like my blood pressure or my, uh, heart rate was going crazy. And I had to sit down and basically put my head between my legs, man. It was, Oh no. Yeah. It was really weird. Like I've never felt so like tired and out of breath before from walking, uh, in that kind of weather. So Maybe I just yeah. had bad food. I don't know, but it was not my finest moment. That's for sure. Damn. Yeah, but no. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm now here. I am drinking beer, talking to you. And <laughs> maybe at some point we'll get to talking about video games uh, yeah, today in the we show. Should. We're definitely going to talk more Sega, Final Fantasy VII, uh, some YouTube people going crazy and ugh, gross, dude. Content creators might be like some of the worst people on the planet. It, I think uh, it's because it, it it benefits those who are willing to just go to the very edge of it. You know what I mean? They, are you are they edgy? Or are they edging? Or going to the very. I mean, I guess that was a joke. Both. You, oh, you right. just joke. It's a joke. You just joked. Yeah, I just joked. Yeah, they're not edging though, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at least you know what I was talking about. I do. I do. Thank yep. You. All right. Very tantric. That's the show. If anybody knows, (laughs) maybe I'll throw in a little rim shot in there when I edit this together. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's get this show on the road. Uh, Well, I guess we'll just go ahead and start with that. So I don't know if you're familiar with Pro Jared, who is a YouTube video game like commenter, right? He's a guy who makes videos about video games. Uh, and he's been on the scene for a little while. Do you know who Pro Jared is? Yeah, and the, the reason I do is I have kind of been a fan of that guy's kind of his outlet, the normal boots or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, John Tron, which is yep. not somebody who's worth the shit now, but uh, once upon a time before he got all uh, kind of racist, I guess. Yeah. He uh, he was he had some good videos. At least I enjoyed him. And then I also really liked the Continue guys, and they're all based out of normal boots. And, uh, oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah! I think you actually showed me that. Yeah, yep. Then that's where that's they're all normal boots. But then so is this pro Jared dude. I've never necessarily enjoyed this pro Jared guy because he he looked I don't know like he had a kind of like Steve Buscemi eyes and this <laughs> kind of like uh, 
empty eyes, but like a, the biggest fucking smile you ever saw in your life. So that just instantly said, this guy's dangerous. So yeah, you know, guy's weird. Uh, yeah. He's a little, he's Weasley for sure. Like he's, he's a Weasley. He's got features. He's yeah. Got he's of, got he's a, a Weasley feature, not like Ron Weasley, but like a Weasley. Yeah. Like if this guy wanted to start a company where he bought pharmaceutical companies and then increase the price of the drugs by a thousand percent, you would be like, okay, that makes sense. Like this guy's face looks like this man was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. He would be a weasel. Um, yeah. So anyway, so this dude, uh, pro Jared, and he's mostly known for this. He did these one, he does these one minute reviews, which I've seen like plenty of because I used to watch this show, like this channel on the internet that had, like it would show episodes of the anger video game nerd and then some stuff from like screw attack and all these other things. But his show would pop up every now and then. Um, and I never really disliked the guy. He was just a guy who looks like a weasel. Um, but anyway, so this dude and he's not the only person, but he apparently has been soliciting pictures of uh, the underage variety from his fans and uh, this dude's ex-wife straight up called him out on all like the weird trash that this dude has been up to for a very long time, which, you know, one good for her for saying that, but also like it took you this long to like, you know, sort of let this dude, I don't know, kind of creep until it just got to a point where you couldn't let it creep. No more. I don't know. And it doesn't really sit me that well. Cause I think there's too much to lose for his ex-wife as well. But anyway, yeah. why people got to do that, Phil, why you got to be asking little girls to show you their, Ooh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know. It's gross. So gross. Internet people are weird. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Well, that, yeah. And that's kind of the thing It's just that it's it people who, well, this guy, not that this guy is that kind of edgy stuff. He's actually pretty tame. I feel like in terms of content creation and about games. Yeah. Yeah. But also like apparently this dude, like on his tumblers, like showing off his wiener too. So it's like, this dude's kind of like got a history of like just being a straight up creep. But now it's like gotten to the point where he's been, you know, I don't know. There's there's been a lot of stories of like YouTube and social media personalities like asking young fans. There's a power dynamic here. That's the problem, right? Well, Is yeah, that that, you're right. Fans, That's it. You can be uh, a politician and do the shit too, yes, or you can be on yeah. YouTube, right? Yeah. yeah, it's a straight up power drive, and it's it's absolute trash. Yeah. And people like that are absolute trash because they're they know that they can, you know, hit the uh, people who. You know, don't one don't know any better, and two just have low self esteem. You know, so yeah, not okay, pro Jared, not okay. Um, so yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, speaking <laughs> of not okay, uh, sure, you've heard about the stuff going on at Riot Games too, yes? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I know we had talked just briefly before the episode. I think you're more in the know than I am, but um, just kind of like the the overall hostile work environment that exists in that kind of software production house for women. Yeah. Um, and right. this is not a pro this is a problem obviously everywhere, but especially in the yeah. video game world where just, you know, men have been sort of running rough shot over women for a long time. And I don't want to, you know, talk out of place here, but uh essentially what happened over at Riot Games is they had a walkout. About 150 people ended up walking out. They're protesting forced arbitration. And it's and especially the women who are afraid to come forward of sexual assault because of forced arbitration and the forced ar- arbitration can like lead to, you know, especially uh, rulings in favor of the company, essentially, and leaving, you know, sort of a, a silent uh, 
the women silent, which is again a terrible, terrible thing. So, man, I'm getting awfully political up in this early on. Yeah, we probably should yeah, you I get know, it. We didn't really like. We didn't ease our way into this. We no, jumped dude. right in with. We're, our already, life we're burning vest. our bras and everything right now, man. <laughs> Uh, real. yeah. So a lot of this stuff went down at Google too, not too long ago, where like a bunch of people walked out over forced yeah. arbitration. So this is, uh, I don't know what the change is going to be or what they're, you know, will they change? I'm yeah. not sure what riot, I think riot may have be looking into these things and ending forced arbitration. Google, I think I just read something that recently the people who like came forward about the forced arbitration stuff are already starting to see like trouble at their job. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So those probably. people who walked out or, you know, sort of led the walkout are now seeing sort of the uh, ramifications of their actions. Don't be evil, Google. Remember, that was your old the old guiding uh, whatever. The tenant of their business was uh, don't be evil, but obviously they're going to be evil. Yeah, don't be that guy. So hopefully this uh, works itself out. Again, I'm all for everybody getting, you know, fair and equal treatment. It shouldn't be that hard. But, uh, you know, power dynamics and people want things the same. And Donald Trump's America, I guess this is sort of where we're at. So whatever. (laughs) Welcome to the Complete in Politics podcast. uh, (laughs) We completely talk out of place. So, yep. um, whatever. Shout out to. Yeah, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. I'm just. I'm disappointed by a lot of things in in the world right now, and I don't really want to bring them up in a video game podcast. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see what else do we have on this list. We could probably delete that thing about that man showing his pee pee to little girls. Um, <laughs> That's good. No, but yeah. I mean the best part is like you could have that could have just been taken like oh he just made that up on the fly. Nope, on our list of shit to cover in this <laughs> podcast as we're. As we're live sharing a document, here comes Rich's cursor, <laughs> highlights it, deletes. Yep, there's that part about a pee-pee. Oh, shit, that's Listen, great. we live in a very advanced society, Phil. And <laughs> just, you know, we, live in an aci- we live in a society, all right? Holy we shit. We live in one single society. Uh, um, all right. Uh, oh, dude, here we go. Continuing with the politics talk, Senators, <laughs> intro bill to end loot boxes. Hey, but you know what? I feel like that's, an, that's a good transition, though, because that's going to get us back into games. I don't know if we got any other politics-led headlines in the mix. No. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's a solid move, in my opinion. I'm uh, At the same time, I feel like the senator, uh, well, this is not me questioning his integrity on it or anything. I, I'm just happy for it all around. But what he's in favor of would be regulation, right? Yeah. And the, the dude's conservative. So uh, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting that the guy was of the, the grand old party. But yeah, um, but it seemed to. But yeah, that said, shit, I will take anybody with that idea on either side of the aisle. So yeah, listen, a good idea is a good idea, right? Exactly, like, and it's a good one. I think that it's there's no harm in being making sure that folks are being responsible. Like you've heard me bitch before, um, I think on these on the podcast about the fact that if software design houses are now employing, especially on the mobile front, if they're employing psychologists who are there to kind of be the be human behavior, addictive behavior consultant in order to find how to program their games in a way that generates more wealth or more in- income. I don't know that for me, that doesn't sit well. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, anyway, I just think it's, it's, I'm glad this guy's doing that. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about this in the past, especially with, uh, Fortnite 
and you know Fortnite right. Epic will say that it's different because their loot boxes don't improve gameplay. Right. It's just they're totally cosmetic, and right. I understand that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not fine, but like, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. But when you're talking about like playing Madden Ultimate Team, right, which is something right. I got hit with a couple years ago, yep. um, that you just spend so much money so you can remain competitive in the game, and the game already costs you, you know, well, sixty to a hundred bucks depending on which level of Madden you buy, exactly. and you almost have to buy that max Madden in order to compete if you want to. You know, other than playing just normal teams, but if you want to compete with your ultimate team, which is a lot of the tournament stuff does, um, you know, you have to be able to invest a lot of money in that. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's uh, definitely and it's with kids, you know. Right. I th- if I think, really you know, I think about my time as a child, right? And I couldn't imagine going to my dad or my mom being like, hey, can I borrow your credit card? Uh, there's this gun I really want in the game, and I may or may not get it. So this might cost you 20 40 or $60. I don't know, but, uh, you know, wish me luck. Right. No, I completely agree. And I think that's kind of the thing, too, is that uh, beyond all of this questioning of it as to whether or not it is preying upon children, there's also that question of, is it possible for people as parents to make sure they're more informed on this stuff? I think that they've kind of carried in the previous generation of, oh, well, that stuff's all just beyond me. But I don't know, man. If it's 2019 and you're in your mid-30s uh, or even mid-40s, you can figure out how a smartphone works. You know, like you can yeah. you can really see what the games the kids are playing. You know how Google works. You can do a little research. I just think a lot of folks don't. But, um, yeah, I just think it's something that, you know, people will need to be really aware of. Uh, they need to be aware of the billing on it and just try to be responsible. That said. Um, having some regulation that kind of goes beyond that, I think it's still wise. Because, hey, right, like, when, especially when it comes to video games, there's a lot of really interesting political history on it, because it's not as though this is the first time regulation's been passed. I mean, oh, in right. some ways, yeah, shit, I, I would even go back, even to just recent, you think of, it's not video entertainment, but I, even like pinball, you know, pinball machines were considered gambling devices and were outlawed for a long time, because they kind of were, and they were meant to attract children to play them. So, uh, but of course, video games themselves were, and I think it's because when the industry has stepped up and regulated itself, they have not put in solid government-led regulations. And you think about yeah. the ratings that are done, the oh, MPA yeah, and it's, it what's funny is like people actually remember like who was like at the head of that discussion was like Tipper Gore, like Al Gore was like his wife mm-hmm. was and, all about like censoring everything. Yeah, she you was hot I mean? on rap music yeah. for sure. Yeah, and, and then, so uh, Joe Lieberman was super yeah. hot on the games. Yeah, he yeah, was super hot on games. It's, yeah. it's funny because you, you consider these people like if you're on the, on the liberal side, and right? It's funny that, right. They, you know that they were the Crusaders back. Yeah, in the they day. were definitely family values led. You know, yeah, absolutely. Crazy yeah. how things have shifted. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, so I I think that just the way that you know the whole ratings thing. The government basically said, you guys need to figure this is an industry. They were like, you guys need to figure out how to self-manage or we're going to come in and do it for you. And I just think that there have been questions about this or concerns about this with uh, the gambling – or not gambling, sorry. The pay-to-play type structure. And mm-hmm. the industry has not done a good job regulating itself because at this point, anybody can make any software they want. There's not that high barrier of right. entry. 
there used to well, be. So yeah, the government's really got no choice, but I don't, but I think to step in, make consequences for that type of stuff. Yeah. And you think about it, they, most of these games are free to play. You exactly. download them for free on your phone, on your iPad, whatever. And yep. nobody bats an eye because like, Oh, well I'm getting a free game. Sure. I'll watch this ad to maybe get another life uh, or, right. you know, Oh sure. For 20 bucks or for five bucks, I'll go ahead and, uh, grab some more lives or, or whatever. It's just that stuff adds up, you know? It does, yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they if this changes, then you're going to have to start paying for those games, and then you'll have people like, well, what about I want my free games again? And Yep. No, you're yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. I think that that's the thing. I think that there are ways, if you're a, a video game creator and you want to generate a game which is free, I think that there are ways that you can generate revenue on a free game, like you mentioned ads, some of them are a pain in the ass more. And there's kind of a, a range of how much of a pain in the ass you can make it. Uh, but the, I think that there are other options to generate revenue beyond the trappings of addictive, addictive spending behavior and hardwiring that basically building a game around that as like a gen, a revenue generator at the end of the day. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, moving on. In other news, this is something, dude, I've been waiting for for the longest time. The longest time. Final Fantasy VII Remake is finally, like, coming along, dude. Yeah, you might be, if your dream come true might be the worst thing you ever wished for, huh? We'll see how uh, how it goes. Listen, it'll, the video, did you watch the video? Yeah. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. You mean to tell me you don't think, okay, so, yeah. I think people are upset the way Barrett sounds. Ah, uh, they are. Which is pretty bad. I mean, I'll admit that. Ah, uh, there it is, yeah. It's pretty bad. I'll, it's pretty bad. I'll, I'll, admit, I'll admit that they shouldn't yep. have done that. Fine, be good. However, the game looks freaking awesome. Yeah. You don't think so? Well, I, I guess I don't know what I wanted. You know what I mean? Well, what do you want? I don't Tell know. Us. Tell I, us. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know. And if I do... I think here's the biggest problem. Do you I want polygon loved... graphics like Star for Star Fox 64? Is that what you want? No, I think that I would have really been more excited about this five plus years ago. I think this shit is oh, yeah, definitely. a day late and a dollar short, man. I don't know. Whatever. And I just think that it looks neat, but it looks like it's been done already a million times. And it also just doesn't look that inspired, right? It looks like, if it looks as, like the same shit they're doing now, like I don't even play the Final Fantasy games currently, and that's not because I, I don't think that they're fun. It's just I don't have the time, you know. But I used to just love them. But what are they on? Like fourteen, something 15, like that. 15, 15. 15. It yeah. looks like though. I mean, I've seen enough screenshots. Fifteen with like a thousand like variations of Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, right. You got an online one, and then a sequel, and then some. There's sort like the of Crystal like, Chronicles, and then yep. there's you know, right. there's, yeah. All that shit. Final Fantasy uh, Typo HD, whatever Typo, whatever you know. Yeah, there's tons of them. So <laughs> Typo HD Typo. I love typo that. negative Typo. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. With that in mind, I I don't know. I just felt like they basically were like, oh shit. Well, we're already making these games. We can make that old game look like our new one. And I don't know if that's what I would have wanted. So at the same time, hey, listen, maybe it'll be really good. I'm just the little video I saw. I don't know. I. Uh, your like things with the voices are important. So I mean, yeah. When I heard Barrett, I was like, it was like one of those cringy moments. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. It's like, are we not past this? I know. Not you good. know, it makes me wonder when they actually voiced that too. Right. 
Yeah, you it's just, it's not gonna. And you know, maybe there's some. The game itself is a little dated. I was actually watching a little. For bit those of you wondering, the voice is kind of racist, right? Is that? I mean, that's basically what it's come down to. Yeah, I think so. Or at yeah. least it's it's uh, that could, maybe racist is strong because I don't think it's meant to have a go at anybody. But I think that it's stereotypical. It hits right. It's ticking too many boxes that have become tropish. Yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. of black voice in um, in history now. Because he's very much, well, gosh, you know what it kind of reminds me of. And that's, at the same time, I kind of, you kind of get from Barrett's dialogue as it's written in the you, original game. Yeah. Is, uh, like, it reminds me of What's-His-Face in Tropic Thunder. Oh, Robert uh, Downey Jr. in Tropic Robert, Thunder? Yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, well, I yeah, mean, totally. Barrett was basically, like, he was basically a caricature of a Mr. T. Exactly, yeah, yeah, perfect. That's a, that's a yes. Exactly. And so they're trying to continue with that same trope. You know, they're trying to continue with that. So you I, you you understand what they're trying to do. It's just it's just not a good look right now. Right. Is that a bummer now? See, if they could have just paid Mr. T however much money he needed to do the voice, he could have sounded just like that. And everybody would be like, oh, my gosh, this is straight. <laughs> oh, man, this cool. It's Mr. Good. T. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Now, now we could quit uh, hawking those personal loans or whatever he's been doing. <laughs> payday loans, right? Is he still doing payday loans? Is he still I alive? The, I pity the fool that doesn't take advantage of his reverse mortgage. Yeah. I don't know if he's still alive or not. Didn't you do that for a while? Didn't I do reverse mortgages? No. No, but no, I did. no. You did like payday loans, right? Yeah, man. I did. The, I didn't do the. All right. I worked. <laughs> <laughs> you loan shark? I loaned. I worked at a loan shark for a little while. It was not a good job. Uh, so, you know, there's okay. like certain. There's, there, there's like one ring of hell I have to fight through more than everyone else. But otherwise, we're all the same, right? We're all just yeah. people. Yeah, well, just people trying to get by. <laughs> Some of us worked in cash advance stores, and so they're yeah. like a little more fucked than everyone else when we're all, when we're dead. But you know, right. otherwise we're good. <laughs> um, and just because I, I want the last word in a Final Fantasy VII remake, I really want it to happen, and I hope it comes out of more than just PlayStation. So, that's yeah, it. that's I hope they make a Prima Games player's guide for it too. I hope paper. they do too. I would, and I think you're being you're being facetious, but I want that. <sighs> I, I'm not. I love. Dishes. I don't know why I said it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. But I would. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. I remember having the the or Prima well, games it, or the Brady games, whatever. It was Brady. Name. It was Brady yeah. who did Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Dude, I, I saw out. a Final Fantasy VII strategy guide at a one of these video game conventions I went to recently. It was like forty or fifty bucks. Uh, it wasn't I, even like mint, dude. It was beat up. Like I had owned it, you know. Yeah, mine had a cover missing by the time I was done with it for whatever reason because it just yeah. sat like curled up and just thrown around the floor for like six months. Is right. by the time I finished going through that game, my uh, so I've got a strategy guide for Breath of the Wild and it is hardcover, it's beastly, oh, it's yeah. like a George R.R. R. Martin novel of how much That's information's cool. in that game. Yeah, so and it comes with a map, so there you go. Uh, all right. Moving on. Mm, well, let's keep up with the RPG game. Phil, I, I, I put this on here specifically for you, where you yeah. can make your own RPG. Phil, put on that lab coat and get nerdy. Tell me all about it. Well, so, I mean, I have, I've played, there's these games used to be around back in the day called RPG Maker. I don't know if you remember those or not. They were on the PlayStation 1. And uh, I've had some mixed experience with them. I've even kind of, they saw a transition to PC and I've seen some kind of funny-ass games come out. There was one game that was... The storyline was based around where you're Kanye West. 
and you're stuck in like this weird time loop, I think, where you're you're trying to save like some dude who's calling himself the based god. He's a I don't know, who's the guy that used to throw around based all the time? Uh God. Another, who is another the rapper? God. Yeah, no, I know I know you're talking about. I know yeah. Ski Mask the Slump God. See, no, it ain't him. I don't think. Uh but no, I know who exactly you're talking sure. about. It's just it's not coming to mind. Yeah, it's not it's not Charlemagne the King and that even then that guy's on like the radio, but doesn't matter. So the And it's Charlemagne the God. Let's respect Charlemagne the God. Let's respect because that the dude rules. Club. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right. So um yeah, in any case, I have not seen anything about this RPG with GB Studio, but uh it sounds pretty cool. I think that uh I would I don't know. Do you have ideas, Rich? Do you have any ideas in your back pocket of like, you know what, I can make an RPG and I would make it about this? Uh, I'd probably make it about time travel. And I would meet a frog with a sword. Oh, wow. Uh, And then... Original shit right here. Yeah, and then there would be a robot. Of course. Somewhere. Yeah, you should probably get Um, like this big, spiny, porcupine-looking meteor. Yeah, right. And there's this guy with some hair. I might call him Chrono. I'm not sure... Uh, I haven't really thought it through too much. Um, but no, dude, like the things I love about RPGs, right. Are the stories Mm -hmm. and like the characters, which I mean, I guess is the essentials of an RPG. Right. But especially JRPG, but the things that hook me in are like the initial, just like, okay, what's happening here. So like final fantasy six, great story. Yeah, Final really, Fantasy VII really obviously rules, right? Even yeah. like I played a little bit of Final Fantasy X and X-2 and like those were like cool stories. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's just that's what grabs me into those. And Chrono Trigger is a great like also like a cool. Oh, it's yeah, out Chrono there. It's total out there, but like it still keeps your interest. And so, you know, those are the things that I'd love to see. You know, I'm, I'm just, I've always been a turn-based RPG guy. That's just the yeah, way I like too. my RPGs. Uh, and maybe it's because I'm old, but uh, to me, an RPG is that your decisions have consequences and you can create your own adventure almost just by like naming your characters and uh, doing magey things. I don't know. It's just a, a nice escape from reality, Phil. What do you want me to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm laughing to myself as you're talking about it when you mentioned how it's an it's a choose your own adventure where you get to name people. Yeah. I just suddenly brought me back <laughs> to that time where you named everybody you'd ever met in your life for Final Fantasy VI because there's like 14 <laughs> characters and you didn't find room for me on any of them. But I did meanwhile, name my, girl, my girlfriend's dude, cat's got love. You are name you are male party member number like three always on mine at least three sometimes two. Ah, uh, dude, and what's funny is I don't know how that happened. I don't know how it happened, I, and to this day I feel really guilty. I love so, it. well, that's good. I can wind you up about it. It's, yeah, I appreciate whenever it. I play Final Fantasy VII, you can be Cloud. <laughs> Make sure I'm Barrett. I guess no, no, that's I'm just messing with you. Um, all right. So yeah, I think it's cool to be able to do that and make your own RPG. I mean, I don't, dude. I'm sure people are gonna get crazy into this, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I wonder if there's a way you can eventually play some of these homebrews. You know what I mean? Like that would be kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's like that. This, I'm glad you mentioned a homebrew component. Something we haven't visited on in a while, um, but it was getting some decent traction. Was uh, a couple of dudes basically built? Uh, uh, I, I want to say like a video game engine. For mm-hmm. the for the original NES, 
And right. so you had, they had oh, API. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they had a whole like Windows based front end because the original Nintendo Entertainment System software is written in the coding language called assembly. And mm-hmm. it's basically machine code, it's a real pain in the ass. And it's also written specifically for the chip. I think it's called like a Motorola 6802, which is like a really popular pop processor for a long time on video games. But uh, it's a very unique kind of language. And it's a pain in the ass to do anything with. And so finally, somebody kind of found a way to allow you to design and write it in software that's a little easier these days. Like you think of Java, you think of C++, um, different software that now it will convert what your your instruction into assembly so it's made it a right. lot easier for people to create their own nes game so yeah i don't know i think with that in mind that would be kind of neat right if uh rather than making some of these you know rpgs or whatever so that they run just on the proprietary software that like in this case gb studio um it'd be neat if all of a sudden you're like yeah now you can actually put it to a cartridge play it but yeah, that's, that'd be a lot of work. That would be a lot of work. But I'm still I still love that people are still doing this. It's just it's mm-hmm. keeping the scene alive. Very important. Speaking of keeping the scene alive. Our friends at Fortnite Epic, they are literally dominating everything right now. And they, they like they bought Psionics, man. They own Rocket League. Yep. Yeah. I mean, at this point, right. I feel like I, I don't know. It, it's uh i don't know if they'll be replaced or not it makes me think a little bit of world of warcraft and how they were the first it, it's almost like the game became so big right it had its own gravitational field yeah where now it's so big that you have to know what people are talking about and that in of itself draws more people to that product um i feel like this has crossed over into it and i don't know there's enough business data research at this point i think from a consulting standpoint that companies are a lot better at hanging on to that type of wave that viral wave so yeah shit we'll see i, I epic though was a company i i honestly hadn't heard of and even though yeah. i know that they they're an engine company too right didn't mm-hmm. they or is it the unreal engine or what is yes it they do? Yeah. yeah yeah i think so, they were part of the unreal engine yeah which is a true you know that's a terrific engine it's been really useful in a lot of games that are all first person shooters so it it's not like they came out of complete nowhere but uh yeah it's now they're not just on the support side they're on the front lines of game design and uh like publishing so good for them i guess uh i think that that uh rocket league is probably a good ip for them to get their hands on because they've yeah i mean it's already it's a it's one of the best-selling games and you can play it on any platform with any platform so um it's a fun game it's soccer with cars how easy is it you know what i mean like it's just it's soccer with cars you go around you jump around uh my brother played it quite a bit i've played a little bit even my dad plays rocket league sometimes so that's cool it's uh yeah it's a fun game man so good for them and i'm sure psionics is not hurt that they sold it i'm sure they made quite oh yeah the penny you know they're paying for the opportunity to drop a new rocket league (laughs) essentially you know what i mean so oh totally dude. and i bet a lot of them still have stake in the game slash got good jobs over at epic so yeah. You know, sometimes you just want to, you know, you call it selling out, but also why not make some dough, you know, while you can. So I have, I'm all for it. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Do I, really, I don't really want to talk about that. Oh, dude, did I tell you how I hacked my Wii U? 
You didn't, but I'm very interested to know how that went. Um, fun fact, easy AF. Oh yeah. Super easy. That's awesome. Uh, and I didn't brick it. So <laughs> shout <laughs> That's out to important. that. Um, but the best thing about this is you can actually like essentially install your games. Like if you have like a, so like I have breath of the wild on Wii U and I have smash brothers on Wii U. Um, I can actually just like essentially download the game files onto my Wii U and I don't have to like put the disc in. It's just right. there. So, which is yep. pretty sweet. You can also, of course, emulate games if you wanted to. I don't really have, I don't have that much of a desire to emulate games on my Wii U. I don't think, um, Maybe I don't. Maybe legally, <laughs> I don't want to say it on my uh, on the podcast. Oh, judge. I would, however, like to play the Ocarina of Time randomizer. That looks like a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So that requires, you know, a little finessing. So shout out to me and my Wii U skills. Uh, I actually thought about getting rid of it, but. I think I'm going to keep this and mess around with it. I think it might be Good. a fun tool. I've got this. I have the Switch, so why not just mess around with Wii U? Why not? I think so, too. Now, with the Wii U, you're saying you've hacked it, so obviously that allows you to run backed up um, software for the Wii U. Yes. Does it also allow you then to install and run, like, emulators so you can play? Yes. There yes. you go. Yep. Man, sounds awesome. Yep. Friends of a RetroArch got you hooked up, man. I think it's it's right. real, it's yeah, real they, easy. It's gotten so much easier. I mean, yeah. it's crazy to think about how hard it, it was. Uh, the PS3 was a for me was a real nightmare to hack, but yeah, the Switch and I'm glad to hear that the the Wii U were both a cinch. It's just yeah. it I, th- I it's almost like the folks who were on that side of the hacking side that there's now a point of pride in terms of how easy they can make it when they compete and like the tools they release that just wasn't part of the scene um, even just five years ago or more. So I think it's pretty yeah. neat that it's easier now than ever for folks to, because yeah, I don't know. I've got some pretty strong feelings about it, but for me, as far as I'm concerned, if you buy a blender and someone says, Hey, on a website that they can plug your blender in a USB and now the thing is a remote control for your TV and you want to do that, <laughs> go for it. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Tear it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I don't know. I I'm very libertarian or whatever. I'm not libertarian in general, but I must be when it comes to how you use hardware. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yours. You own it. Go for it. Yeah. And this is like me doing this also has kind of inspired me to like actually look into getting some Wii U games. Uh, it's kind of, but there's, there's been some really good games on Wii U uh, that haven't come out for like switch yet. And I had some, like I owned a Wii U. I sold it before when they, when Nintendo announced the switch, which didn't come out for another couple of years afterwards. So I was a little bummed about that, but um, you know, like games like Hyrule Warriors is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. The HD remake of Wind Waker is a legit piece of video game. Like, I love it. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool games that I played um, on the Wii U. Um, Super Mario Maker is great. So, um, oh, I would, I've never gotten in. I mean, not got, I, I, when I say I've never gotten into it, that's not to imply I couldn't get into it. I've just never had a Wii U with that game. That game looks fun as shit. Dude, it's great. And oh, when it comes out for Switch, it's. And when it comes out for Switch, it's going to be even better when they drop oh, this. Because I think Nintendo awesome. just came out with a direct announcing uh, Mario Maker 2. So, you know, yeah, at I'm some down, point dude. I'm going to have to get a Switch because 
Yeah, that you was like the one need a switch for sure. Yeah, I probably will get one at some point. Um, but I would, I would love maybe Winemaker. maybe the price will drop uh, over the holidays. I don't know because they're actually now? coming out. They're coming out with like different versions of the Switch too, like mm-hmm. a more advanced version and also like a, a stripped uh, down a, version. Yeah, stripped down version. So, yeah, that's what I'd heard. You might. Well, how much is it? The going rate for the normal Switch now? Two ninety nine. Oh, that is. High. I thought it was two hundred. No, it's two ninety nine, and then not only that, like you're in. It's a four to five hundred dollar investment off the bat. Oh, really? They get you. Well, yeah, they always do, right? The controllers are going to be this because and, uh... it doesn't come with a game. I mean, they may have some that come with the game now, but it didn't come with a game. Yeah. And then you're going to need a case for it, like a carrying case. Uh, right. And then you're going to want um, the uh, straps that go with the Joy-Con, and then you want a Pro controller probably, and. You know, the things add up. When I when Shit. I first bought it, I was like, crap, dude, I didn't realize it was going to be this kind of investment. I wish somebody would have told me, but... So what you're telling me is I'm going to be playing Super Mario Maker in the year 2020 on the Wii U. That's yes. good. That's yeah. good to know. Find yep. yourself a Wii U, hack it, and live happily ever after. Beautiful. I, I will. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, the Sega Mini. We just talked about this last time, right? We did. Uh, That's a couple right. times ago. Yeah, and we were talking time. about some of the games that we were hoping we were on there and when they're going to release new games. So we talked about it last time they had 20 games, but they just released 10 more games. And this thing is becoming like more and more intriguing every time they talk about it. I'm and I'm still lie. standing by my interpretation, right? Didn't I hear there were 40 games? Four, no. There's going to be 40 on it, yeah. There's going to be okay. 40 titles on it. Because yeah. the system is considered 30 years old. Yes, and- but there were 40 games. Okay, cool. So there's they've gotten one update of these 10, but there's still 10 more to name. Is that right? Yeah. So the new 10, and we talked, I think I mentioned, like, I was disappointed to see Vector Man. Well, Vector Man I is there. I was just going to, yeah, it's there. You got it. You're wishing Vector Man is there. Uh, street, they even put a Street Fighter on here, dude, which I think is pretty sweet. They did. They, uh, uh, Alex also, Kidd. Yep, Alex Kidd, some good shit. That's so yeah. early, but it's very neat. I was really glad to see that they put, um, you know, you might remember from last week, I had made the comment, and I'll stand by it till I'm dead, that uh, Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine isn't worth <laughs> a fuck, and it's a right. garbage game, and no one ever wants to play it. I'm right. also thrilled, just absolutely thrilled, they were able to find space for Sonic Spinball, another garbage game that loosely <laughs> ties in to the Sonic canon, but is otherwise a hot turd of a game. Right. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> I got strong feelings apparently about F that cool. G. Jesus, that game sucks. Oh man. That I'm so sorry. The music's pretty good in it. The sound's pretty good in it. But I, honestly, I don't remember playing I mean I remember playing it's it, but relief. I don't remember being like that excited about playing Sonic Spinball. I am not gonna lie. It was one of those games that I think in like it, it tr- I would get so desperate, like it was really kind of sad, like uh, you remember how it was, right? Did you do a lot of renting games? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so when a new game came out, like, I had all the magazine subscriptions and all that shit. So I had I had games hot on my radar of, like, hey, you know, Sonic 3 just came out. Or Sonic and Knuckles just came out. And I would just be like, please, Mom and Dad, like, you guys got to go into town. We got to go straight to the video we, store. We got we got to go to town. We got to get We got to go to town, Yeah. You know, pretend you got a broken leg or something. Get me to a, a city that has a hospital, because certainly a city that size will have a rental store, and I need this game. So, but you, they'd never be in, right? <laughs> like, yeah, ever. They get one copy, and it's now going to be fought over by, like, 20 13-year-old boys in the 
nearest four or five zip codes. <laughs> and so uh, it just used to bum me out. And I would inevitably sometimes go, well, maybe Sonic Spinball is not as bad as I remember. But no, that game sucks. It just fucking yeah. sucks. So we got 10 more games to still be announced. This thing comes out September 19th. You can pre-order now. Uh, and it's going to be 80 bucks. What do you think about the price point? Uh, too high. I agree. I, I agree. Think that had they been quicker to market, I think 80 bucks was fine. Because isn't that what Super Nintendo was charged? Super Nintendo, yeah. It was $79.99. And the uh, oh, Nintendo two was $59.99. 59. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I think Nintendo was able to command that price because they were first to market. But now we got a Sony PlayStation 1 out there floating around that's 50 Oh, that people... It's still fifty likes. bucks. That's crazy, yeah. man! Like, I can't I believe know. that you can't get that. I think too high. I think seven. I think I heard somewhere that they're packaging the PS One with PS Fours. No way. Yeah, I think I heard that if you buy a new PS Four, like you can get the PlayStation Classic. I don't think that's a good move, um, because I don't know. I, I think that the product is so poor in its design and execution that. It's not like they had a hard time getting people to give it a try. Packaging your product with some other products already successful, that's beautiful if the only obstacle was that people just weren't getting it in front of them. People had this thing put in front of them, and the universal agreement was this thing sucks. So why on earth would you pack a shit product into another one? Like, you know, cool, I guess I'm glad I bought the good product I paid the money for, and now I've got this piece of shit that makes me wonder if Sony makes good decisions (laughs) with the stuff they sell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. If I were Sony, I would not package that thing at all. I would just let the you stock can of it buy sell out. The PlayStation and if I to go... One Mini for forty bucks, thirty nine ninety nine, yep. and Best yep. Buy. And it was not that cost when it first came out. I don't know what it was. was. Hundred bucks, I think, is when it first came out. <sighs> so yeah, expensive. right. That's insane. Yeah, it's like the it's like a Virtual Boy price cut right there, dude. <laughs> That's insane. I'm I'm still once it hits twenty, I will buy it. I will pay twenty bucks for it. Yeah, I, I think it's probably worth forty, but for me, it. That is totally on the uh, precondition that it's mod- modifiable. But yeah. I don't think people really – because I really was hoping that people would dig into it and get their teeth sink into it as much as they might have with the NES and SNES because that community of modders are super solid. And yeah. it's, it's really easy to do. But I think they're all kind of invested their time, right, into that, and there's still more stuff they want to do. So people mm-hmm. weren't eager to get on the Sony – despite the fact that that PlayStation 1 Mini actually has better hardware capability than yeah. the uh, the Super Nintendo. Like, for instance, you remember a couple weeks back, I was talking about that Mode 7 HD mode that would really brighten, crispen up uh, the way the pilot wings and uh, F-Zero and shit looked, right? Yeah, the beep, 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 uh, beep moment from Phil where he just starts calculating on his calculator. <laughs> yeah, they Maybe <laughs> that might have a different memory, but beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Yeah. Um, but that said, uh, it, 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 that won't work on the, I was really hoping I could make my SNES mini run that, but there's just not enough horsepower in that little system. But I, yeah, the Sony PlayStation one, that thing might have it. So yeah, I'm with you. I think that if it even dropped down, 40 is probably fair. 30 seems reasonable. 20 would be a definitely worth buying. Yeah, I'm but, buying uh, it at 20. That's I'm waiting for 20. Yeah. And I tell you what, if I see it for 30, I may just be like, oh, what's another 10 bucks? Just right. to own it. I don't know. Especially it's definitely not even, it's not worth that much. It's butt. Like, it's just butt. So, yeah, it's a bummer. 
Yeah. And I was really looking for, I was looking forward to that, man. I was yeah. totally looking forward to Me it. Me too. <laughs> um Yeah, I agree. Right. I was too. Okay, let's talk about this uh video game Hall of Fame and then it's Game of Thrones time, man, and I'm ready to just that's I just want to spend the rest of my life talking about that. But Dude, first, good. uh for those of you who need to know, we are the video game podcast and we need to talk about uh the Hall of Fame, the video game Hall of Fame. Uh have you seen the newest inductees? Or would you like um, me yeah. to go ahead and shout them out loud? I've, you know, I've glossed over it, but yeah, let's go ahead and cover it. Okay. Uh, there's some neat stuff in here. Yeah. So this year, 2019, the new games are Colossal Cave Adventure from 1976, a game I'm unfamiliar with because I'm unfamiliar. Uh, also, Microsoft Solitaire made it to the video game Hall of Fame, which... Yeah, dude, I was glad to see that too. Yeah, because who didn't play a buttload of Solitaire... On their computer, their Gateway 2000. Um, Mortal Kombat made it, 2019 inductee. Super Mario Kart, another solid choice. So, yeah, yeah, some good ones there. And going back to the list of, there's, what, I think 24 games total uh, that have been inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Mario Brothers, of course, is one of them. Doom. So they only do three... Do they only do three a year? What is three? I don't know if they. Ha- I don't know if there's a limit to what they do a year, but this year was three. So in yeah. 2015, they inducted Doom, Pac-Man, Pong, and Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, World of Warcraft. So there was that's what like five or six games in 2015. Okay. Grand Theft Auto three in 2016, Sonic in 2016, Space Invaders, Legend of Zelda. Uh, Oregon yeah. Trail in 2016, The Sims in 2016. Here's what kills the, me: is Donkey Kong wasn't even like inducted until the third one. That's crazy. That's crazy. That I'm fucking totally in agreement. Not even necessarily about that title itself, but some of this shit, I just shake my head. At Donkey Kong, the Halo, choices that the stuff that makes it like the, Pokemon for me, Street can, Fighter it's, Two. It's just so obvious that the choices they make are the result of some sort of algorithm of who likes these games. You know what I mean? Like it's ticks this many boxes. It's that successful. Um, Cause I don't think for me, popularity shouldn't infer quality at all. I, I think that they can be the same. Like, you know, sometimes you have the Beatles and another times you have, I don't know, imagine dragons. Like, I just think that, you know, being a huge <laughs> hit that sell records doesn't mean you're good. Although you can be great. Uh, and be largely successful. But so, okay, but let's well, okay, let's let's go back and let's think about some bands who are like not great, but have definitely like left a mark on like the scene, right? So sure. ACDC in my mind is a trash yeah. band, oh. but like they are mm. like key to a lot of people's like musical taste. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I hear so you. like. They would be like to me. They're a Hall of Fame band, okay, because of like, yeah, you know, they're people put them on their Rock Mount Rushmore, okay. Even though I don't think they're great, right? Um, but when you think about these games that are on here, like they have definitely played See? a big part of like people's lives. Maybe this is my bitch then about it because I don't know if I could tell you that ACDC should be in the Hall of Fame of music in general. I think they should definitely be in the Hall of Fame of rock. I think that video games is such a broad category of media that, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm not, let me see, like, 
this is like, I feel, I feel bad to like, I'm not trying to shit on Mortal Kombat because I think Mortal Kombat should be included because I'm fully with you. You know, the ripples that that game made, it's so historically significant. Um, but that's where I guess is, is that the question? Is it, does historical significance get you there? Like, because I don't know that that game introduced something that strengthened the art. I think it introduced uh, controversy in a way that hadn't been introduced before and then used right. as a tool to sell. But I don't know if it was like Super Mario Brothers where that game just totally cracked that you know industry open because all of a sudden they're like, wait, it scrolls parallel. You can't go back. The game design itself, where they put the pipes in the beginning are meant to show you how the game works. There's just so much that hadn't been there yet, and then they did it, and then the whole world imitated them. I don't know. I guess, yeah, but I guess, shit, the whole world imitated Mortal Kombat too, but it just... Yep. I don't know. It's tough to, for me. I, yeah, there's. I, I can't really that. argue with any of the games on this list. I can just argue yeah. with like the way they've been added. You know, like people. I think for Donkey Kong to wait a couple of years is think is crazy. So I mean, they've got their own way of doing things, but I don't really disagree with any of the games in here. Like, sure, I hate, no, I they're hate, all good. I hate it's, Halo, but it's definitely like spawn exactly an absolute fucking it's spawn madness so no you're absolutely right yeah i think that that's probably it and is, is john madden football from 1988 really that good no but you know what it no. did it created what we have now like madden championships and and the like so. no you're at no that's absolutely correct for me it's like we were talking about the stuff that ends up missing where like yeah. donkey kong's not on there fucking tecmo super bowl needs to be on there for sure, like that. Right. Like that also changed because that's one of the yeah. That's like one of the sure. first games that kept stats. So you know yep. maybe at some point it does make it, but you know they'll probably give love to Tech Mobile first. You know because that was the first one. Right. Um, Madden got the longevity because they were owned by Electronic Arts, and that place is basically a yeah. giant slave ship on the international seas. <laughs> like, they just <laughs> they just churn shit out, and they right. do such a good job of management and control on their product that they were able to make a serious string and make very lucrative agreements with the NFL were in a way that Tecmo fucking was never going to be able to do Tecmo and Tecmo. Tecmo. Right. The people who bring you Ninja Gaiden brought you the beginning of the best football video games out there. Dude. Speaking of which, speaking of Tecmo, there is a group in Bloomington, Illinois, that is a Tecmo Super Bowl like group. Oh, awesome. Uh, and they've been around since like 2006. That breaks my heart because I moved yeah. away from that city in 2008. So I went to that Bloomington video game convention and I just hopped in for like an hour. I was on my way back home and I was on my way through town. Uh, and which actually was pretty cool. Like it was, I thought it was, to me it was more beneficial than the one, I'm not more beneficial. Personally, it was more beneficial because I found Road Rash and Road Rash 2, the games I've been looking for. Oh, no shit. You've been looking yeah. for a while. Yeah. And I got them for a steal man i got both of those games for 15 bucks total oh beautiful i got for, t- for 20 bucks i got road both the road rash one and road rash two i got nba jam tournament edition all complete in box and pga tour golf because it reminded me of my dad uh for 20 bucks awesome yeah i was pretty excited because those uh the road rash games are like usually around 15 20 bucks on and that was in bloomington normal yeah i was in bloomington normal was that at that bob's bay or whatever the hell it was called no, it was they had a video game convention. Oh right, oh, yeah, 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 good, excellent. Uh, yeah, so it was like an all day. It was just a one day thing, but they had all kinds of vendors. Uh, one of the actors from the original Mortal Kombat game was there, signing autographs. That's right. He's been making yeah. rounds. 
Yeah, he, I think he was in a scorpion costume. I think is what he was wearing. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure uh, no, he also, it was still he was cool. probably like five of the characters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right, he, Tom, I think he was. Actually. He was a number of the characters. <laughs> Yeah, um, of course, dude. But yeah, it, it was still pretty cool. Like I enjoyed it, and I only sp- I only spent an hour there. I would like to spend more time. But I met these guys, and they every year they do one big tournament of like a Tecmo Super Bowl. And there's like, dude, it doesn't matter how good you are. We just come, we show up, we eat food, we drink beer, and we play video games. And I was, That's and they were like, our, they're our age. They're just normal dudes. And I was like, I'm really upset that I lived here like ten years ago and I did not know about this. Right. Um, it, I will throw in that any Tecmo Super Bowl tournament. When they if they say it doesn't matter how good you are, that's horseshit. Like you, <laughs> Tecmo Super Bowl tournament, maybe I guess whatever. Of course anybody can play it, but at the end of the day, how how good would it feel to win that? Uh, it'd feel pretty good. Oh, it'd feel it'd really good. Great. I don't, I wouldn't have a. Pre- I feel like you would have a, maybe a chance, but I would never. I wouldn't come close. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really my my skills are not tested that well against other. Well, and players. I feel like I've, I've heard that in these Tecmo tournaments, and rightly so. Because it's that game, for all of its pros, it's a little broken in some ways. Uh, oh I yeah, they have rules like that. You, you can't, can't creep up with the yeah. whatever role Mike Singletary is. Right, <laughs> but you can all. Yeah. I mean, you they also you can change your own change your plays and uh, so you don't have to like go with the original playbook. Like you can actually yep. make it to where it's a little less, you know, okay, uh, easily obvious. detectable of what you're running. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, all right. Last thing, I guess it's time to announce the spoilers. You ready to talk some Game of Thrones, man? I have been waiting. Dude, I've been wanting to talk about this for Dude. a long time. So I now that we're past things. the spoiler part, I just want to let you know that I have spent every day since we last spoke just thinking about your ass lighting a fucking candle for this TV <laughs> show. <laughs> Dude. Like, <laughs> Dude, uh, that's never going to stop being funny to me. just want to <laughs> let you know. Um, whenever, like, you know, at the very beginning, uh, when they're doing the opening credits and you yes. get the whole bum, 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 bum. And oh, at the yeah. end, it's like the, like just yes. a little sound of like a candle being blown out. Yes. You can bet your ass I see your lips <laughs> pursing into a little whistle <laughs> and blowing out a candle every time. I'm sad that there's not a, there's not more of those opening sequences for me to hear. I've got one left. I it, I feel like it rotted on a vine for me to have yeah. not known that this was happening this whole time. You've been lighting a fucking candle for a TV show. Dude. Anyway, just want to let you know. I love you and I'm glad yeah. you do that. I, well, thank you. I love me too and I love you for <laughs> loving me for that. Um okay so this is the official spoilers we're going to d- go ahead and dig deep uh I don't know how deep we're going to dig I don't know I don't, I don't think there's really much to dig uh yeah. that's kind of how I'm feeling about these last few episodes if we're being honest Oh um, yeah let's get it I think uh, I think you let it out let the hate out Man all right here the spoilers we're, we're dumping we're jumping into it okay so last time we talked did we talk about no, we did not talk about the battle battle at Winterfell. It was the episode no. right before that, right? It was right which, before that. Which at this point is the best episode of the season. I, sure. I would uh, I would go for almost the best episode of the series. If I'm being honest, it's yeah, it was really good. It, like straight up, like legit episode. Like it definitely top five. Yeah, I, actually, you know, I, I think argue. we did we did we we talked about it after that it aired. Yeah, that was yeah that's what I'm talking. saying. Like yep. so, yeah. right? Yeah, but yep. ever since then, yeah, it's just gone to fucking shit. That's yeah, tough act to follow. You know what I mean? Like oh, that's, man, that's hard I am to play. just bummed AF about this. Yeah. Not going to lie. It's, it's like, uh, you know, it's kind of like you went to a concert and 
there's five acts and strokes were on act three and then it's like panic and then they played freebird four yeah and you're like ah shit i don't think i want to stick around no I, i don't know i think that the big problem is it's obvious that show became too expensive. They really, I think HBO thought they were going to get more time out of this mm-hmm. than they were. And they were yep. right. They were allowing the show to prepare for, cause what season are we on? Seven or six? Seven, seven. I uh, know eight season eight. Oh, we're on eight. Okay. Yeah. So then I think they were looking at nine or 10 seasons. Mm-hmm. And as a result, now they are just cramming that shit. Dude, story I've never in. seen something more rushed in totally all my rushed. life it's a fucking rush job for sure and i think in some ways it's been refreshing because this show is known knows how to take its fucking time and mm-hmm. sometimes to a fault but i think that uh i don't know the last couple episodes no they, they've not been good or, well i don't know i thought the last episode it, it's it was fine, it wasn't I, as it wasn't i didn't hate it as much as i hated the yeah i wasn't satisfied it. though with like how some characters died i was like waiting i want to which is terrible to say. Like, I don't know what that says about me as a person. I want to watch somebody be pissed yeah. go out. Right. It's true. Right. Because we talked about that. Was... We talked about like, you know, everybody's yeah. still alive and like we're talking about rooting for death. Yeah, I'm afraid I am. And I was actually kind of rooting for worse deaths than there were, uh, particularly with Cersei and some folks out there who were just terrible. And the oh. mountain, like I really was. I, oh, dude, that's that was probably one of my biggest bitches about the whole thing is that when Clegane Bowl happened, I really... They didn't. They just kept flipping back and forth between it, and they wouldn't actually dedicate time that I think was owed to it. And I, I also think that I had seen the mountain behind the mask enough times, like just his eyes, mm-hmm. to know that I was expecting something horrifying, and it was going to be purple skinned with <laughs> red eyes. You know what I right, mean? Right. Right. And then they took him off, and it's like. What if he looks like a zombie, but he's a big zombie? <laughs> like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, this isn't anything. He just looks like a person. Like, yeah. I needed something that just looked mortifying. It was like bright purple and like missing chunks and was just, I don't know. I think they could have done a hell of a lot more with that. It's a wasted opportunity. In my yeah, opinion. that was probably my favorite part of the whole episode, though, because that's like, it's almost like fan service at that point. It's like, yeah, but I feel yeah, like they finally got the game bowl. And you finally got like, I mean, it was cool to see the hound just like fucking laughing it off. Be like, well, this yeah. is it. Like, we're both fucked. So let's just go ahead and fucking end it right here. And just, I'm taking you all the way down to Chinatown. You know, like it was, <laughs> I don't know. To me, that was sad. That was actually satisfying. I thought, Good. I wish I would have saw more fight, but I like wish you, I would have saw more fight, like without interruption. I didn't like how they Yeah, that's what I'm fucking... saying. Like, I wish I got more yes. of that, but I still felt satisfied. Uh, the part with Daenerys basically ransacking the city with dragon. Yep. That didn't bother me. That's fine. Like, dude, I'm cool mm-hmm. with that. That that plays the arc. Right. That I think that you was alluded to. I I, I agree. I'm not upset. No. Nope. It was def- that was one of the moments of the show where it's like, yeah, okay, all right, thank you. Oh, people are people are pissed about it, but I agree. Like, that's silly to be upset with it. I don't think that's not what if you're upset with I'm upset. This is not your show. Yeah. Uh, what I'm upset with again is the the speed of how this is all taken off. Uh, I'm upset with I don't I'm not I don't really love the way Cersei and Jamie went out. I don't really love that. Me either. I agree. I think that's oh, kind of horseshit. bullshit. I don't think uh, old boy should have been able to make it up there. He got stabbed like three times through. Oh, and seriously, how stupid was it that Euron just happened to be in the same fucking spot? Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> it was total horseshit. Yeah. That was so stupid. And that's and how your last words are like, I all... killed the Kingslayer. I fucked yeah. the queen. 
What a joke, dude. He is not a joke in the books. I bet he ain't. Because there's parts like, in the show where he hasn't been. There's parts in the show where he's been. But he is really such a stupid ass character. Like they really did you're on dirty. They I did. think. Um yeah. but I mean they had they probably had to for the show purposes. I don't know. Right. Um I uh Yeah. Just uh like it it almost made like no sense for Arya to be there. Right? And I felt like Arya, this was my biggest bitch, and I was trying. I was talking to my wife Kate about it, and she didn't agree. But I just felt like so. Two episodes prior, Arya was she faced off against certain certain death. I'm talking like a hundred percent certain death. Yes, or at least that's how yes. everybody thought, and not even the certain death against you of a humanity. And she basically held a steel steel gaze, and she was not rattled, or you know, if she was. She'd kicked ass at it. Then this happened. The siege, the sacking of King's Landing. She was running around like she'd never been to, never been in a battle before. I felt. It just seemed very inconsistent with her character for me after watching her just completely save the fucking world two episodes before and watching her just yeah. fucking get straight shell-shocked in this one. I was like, really? I don't know. Whatever. That was yeah. that was my biggest bitch. Yeah, and then the episode before that when they beheaded Masande. Um, yeah, Cersei. All she wants to do is kill Tyrion, right? Like that's all mm. she wants. Yeah, and like he's standing right there. Like, why not just, you know, shoot right. those scorpions right. at him? And... Yeah, dude. I remember thinking that. Like, well, that's a long walk back without without all these people and <laughs> yeah. bows and arrows pointed at you. Right, and like nobody's like yeah. nobody's gonna charge after you after you kill Tyrion. Like Tyrion, to a lot yeah, of these people, right. isn't shit. You know? No, no, definitely not. They're gonna go. Well, I guess that treat. Or what are they going to do anyway? Like they're already ready to go to war. Like not going to be like, well, now we're going to really beat you up. Like the whole plan was to fucking fight until you win. Whatever. And why is Daenerys there in the first place without like the rest of the Northern armies? Yeah. Right. Like, what are you doing? Oh, 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 flying over, flying over uh, the bay and Dragonstone. And uh, sorry, I don't see those ships down there. You know, like the fact that she lost, what was it? Ray, uh, Rhaegar or whatever, like, oh my god, dude, it's just it really bummed me out, dude. It's just they're doing they're going too fast. Like I and we knew this was gonna happen. There's not enough time to finish this. There was never enough time. So, do you have predictions though? Of I mean, there's one episode left. Do you who do you, do you think in, who's gonna be dead next time? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to see there's. I need some sort of twist. I need Bran to be involved in some sort of twist. Sure. I need Sansa to like kick Daenerys' ass. Uh, in some like politically, obviously, I don't think she's not gonna like just run up on her and shank her, you know. But sure. I don't know where Arya plays into this. I don't know how this works out with Jon. Um, you know, does Jon raise the Northern armies? Do they trust Jon after essentially bending the knee into the Dragon Queen? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Uh, That's a very good point. I mean. I don't know. You got an hour and a half left to fucking make me happy, I guess. Yep. Yeah, I have I have a hunch on how things will turn out, but at the same time, that was because my stupid ass, you know, fuck in this day and age, you Google a show once, and now if you want to go to Google News before you get started on your day or something, like, you're just instantly like, well, here's some headlines. It's like, damn it. So uh, there's, a, there's some already some pretty solid gossiping of how things yeah, are going to shake and out. I, I and don't, I don't, and I, I don't I've, I've actually avoided that. You should. 
because it don't, seems very plausible. Yeah, <laughs> what I, I don't heard, want it any seems part like, of that. Oh, okay, that, um, I can see I that for sure. I've never really been a bit. I like I like theories from the books and stuff like that, but I'm not ready to sure. hear a theory about the last episode. Oh, um, I don't blame you. But no, I, Rich, here, just sit and listen to me. I'm going to spell it all out for you. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Um, just one of the funny, so after I watched the episode, I got on Reddit and just like looked at the post episode discussion. Um, and one of the things, one of the top, uh, comments was, uh, AMA request for anybody who named their child, Danny or yes. Khaleesi. Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. I love that. Even my, uh, my wife's folks mentioned that, uh, it was on CNN. I guess Don Lemon was having a laugh at it. Yeah, man. <laughs> How funny is that shit? I, yeah. I just think that uh, if you have buyer's remorse after naming your kid after the name of fictional character on a show, which is still ongoing and it's on HBO and it's taken lots of twists and turns, I don't know. Maybe don't name your kid after that shit or because like it's OK. Like I think if the name is a name that is already known as a name, you know, mm-hmm. like then fine. Maybe you, you get a special connection to it. Uh, yeah. that, go for if it. If you want to name your cat Mick Jagger, you can do that. Yeah, you can definitely go weird with that. It's a cat. You can do whatever the hell you want. You can, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. If you're going to go that far off script and name your human child in the years between like whenever the show started, 2014 or some whatever, or I guess it's longer than that, damn. But in any case, you're gonna name your kid that? Nah, Khaleesi is not a good child's name. Yeah, uh, you shouldn't do that. And now I, I'm kind of glad that it didn't shake out. Yeah. If if your little ten year old's birthday party's ruined now <laughs> because Khaleesi's bad, then shit. I feel like this is like the person who would name their child after a Game of Thrones character. That child probably needs guidance and character yes, building, and maybe for this. Sure. Maybe this thing happening to their name will help in some way. Uh, so I've had my black Impala for like five years. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. all I've ever wanted, like I haven't named it. <laughs> I'm, I name my cars, right? I always name my cars. Yeah. Uh, and I've always wanted to name my car Aria. Okay. Uh, because I like she's my favorite character in the books. But I've been afraid to name my vehicle. My vehicle, I'm afraid to name Arya because of what may have happened to a character. Like, does she turn bad? Am I going to regret this? You know what I mean? Does she park in like a a loading zone and then get a boot put on? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so when people are naming, like, you know, like shit goes down on this show and you name your child after anybody in Game of Thrones, you deserve to get fucked. You know what I mean? Like, name your kid Edmure Tully. You might as well, you know? Yep. Like seriously. Um, yeah. So. You better name Sam, and that's it. He's the only safe. He's the <laughs> safest bet you got. <laughs> he's my. He's my favorite guy on that whole show. He's the yeah. truest guy you got. It's named Hotspain. You can have it if you want. I can't hold the sword. <laughs> I'm Sam. Uh, I'm Sam that. the Help. cleric. That helpless yet just amazingly super lovable, awesome man. dude. Yeah, yeah love. Excellent up. dude. All right. Well, I guess uh, I tell you what, we should try to do an episode next week so we can just put a tie a bow on Game of Thrones. Well, I would um, say, yeah. And I, one thing is, while we're talking HBO shows, I want to pitch in. I know you're still not watching it, but dude, did you, you haven't watched any more Barry, have you? No, I'm all caught up, except I've not seen the most recent episode. Oh, shit. So what did you think about the one? Uh, maybe, I guess I haven't watched the most recent, or maybe the one before most recent, the one with Ronnie and Lily was the name of it. 
where he had to go uh, to Ronnie's house and then Ronnie's daughter came home. Oh, I don't think I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, then you ain't seen it because you okay. can't hit it. Yeah, you okay. Check it out. Yeah, I maybe might I might maybe I'm a couple episodes behind. I feel um, like that's some of the best TV I've seen I've seen in a very long time, and uh, Bill okay. Hader directed it. I feel okay. like Bill Hader with that episode put himself out of being a capable performer and now or a very talented performer. He's a very capable director in my opinion. Sweet. So yeah, he killed uh, it. I did watch the uh the final episode of Veep uh today. Oh so. yeah, yeah. That just became new an end. How was it? Oh I dude, I love Veep and this never season, watched it. I have never laughed this is the final season, like this is it. Uh I've never laughed so hard in a season uh as I have this the final season and the last episode I thought was brilliantly done. I'm sure people like I haven't looked at what the actual like what they're saying about the last episode, but I thought it couldn't have ended any more in more Veep fashion. It was really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Very good. So I, th- I thought it was a good. I thought that was a good way to end a show. That's good. Yeah, that's great to hear. But yeah, you awesome, should totally dude. watch that. It's really funny. Really, really. Well, how funny. many seasons of Veep are out there? There's like seven, I think, oh, but they're shit. all like really short seasons, and they're all half hour shows. You could breeze oh, well, through then it, like pretty. You can breeze okay. through Veep pretty fast, seriously. All right. Yeah, I might have to at some point. I like yeah. the people involved with it, obviously. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm down for political great. shit. So Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. great. All right. Good stuff. Well, I think this is go. We'll go ahead and tie the... Uh, we'll finish this one up here. And the yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. The old yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Yeah, Boo that's Radley for all the young kids out there. I know it's a very happy old song Boo right Radley. now. Uh, with the great war going on and all that. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to keep, hang on to those ration stamps, kids. Yeah, don't sure forget you. to watch that Ken Burns documentary to know how it's going to go down. <laughs> get that All right. <laughs> For the Complete Inbox podcast, my name is Rich. Uh, that's Phil. Check us out on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, did I say Spotify yet? Spotify. Uh, you can also check us out on the Facebook and the Twitter at CIB Podcast. Phil, you ready yes, to be sir. done? I am. Great episode. I appreciate the time we spend together, Rich. And I look forward I to uh, getting together. I love you too, man. I love you. I love we'll, your uh, face. We'll get another one of these in the can here. Uh, I'm not sure. When, when are we going to do that one? Are you going to shoot for next week? Yeah, we're going to try for next week just because I want to finish up the old GOT talk. Yep, and then you're right. we can talk about some other things around the bend, if you will. Perfect. All, All right, right, buddy. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later, buddy. Love you. Later, Bye. buddy. Bye.